your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Yes, yes, it's me, Gibbs, and welcome to the Dogass. <laughs> the Minimum Mic Check Show is week in, week out. We'll be talking to teams across grassroots and Sunday League, bringing you our take on it. Yes, yes, it's me, Gibbs, and welcome to the Dogass. <laughs> No shoes, no blazers, strictly hoods and trainers. My guest this week, we've got Rodney Tra and Ray. Lads, you want to introduce yourself? Um, it doesn't matter what your name is, Jabroni. Your name is Rodney and your name is Ray. Now, before we start, I need you to both. Can you do this? Mic check. I need you to have a little guy at the mic check. I knew you was going to try and make us do that. Cool, it's part of the, it's part of the, part of the show. Go on, Paul. As a, as a captain, you try. Here we go. Mic check. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That was good. What about you, Kai? Come on, oh, you I'm giving it a go. Kai, you got to have a go. Everyone has to have a go. Even Michael had a go last week. Come on. Nah, I'll let, I'll let I'll let Paul take that one. Kai, you got to be the host with the most there. Come on. I'm the host with the least. I'm not. I am the host with the most. Let's drink to a toast. Come on, you got to have a go. Alright, well, uh, you do it again. Minimum mic check. Minimum mic check. <laughs> that wasn't too bad, see. That one is for Tony Rawlins. He loves the mic check. All right, let's get to know the pair here now. Whereabouts, uh? You from? Where did you meet? Grinder. Sorry. Where did you meet? Grinder. Grinder. Actually, Grinder. Now, where did the pair of you meet? Bosco. Weren't it? Yes, yeah, a Saturday uh, game down at Bosco, down at Pavilion. Um, one of the old teams played centre mid. Kai played on the wing. Sort of. That's really not really much more to say about that wasn't it I think it was just you we met there we sort of got along there and then I was saying on Facebook when the people sort of first started that we needed a centre back and you said that and now you probably regret saying that don't you oh absolutely because he was about front now but he's stuck a centre back now <laughs> no so um, yeah we've been playing for Boscos they, I mean they were great teams they met Kai you know and I think was one thing the first thing I said to you was just put the ball in the box I'll get yeah. my head on it yeah um, and, and it happened um, but yes yeah, sort of it's grown from there really you know about was it two and a half years ago now yeah. um, and sort of have grown as the peoples have grown really so obviously there's quite a, an age gap between the two of you um, obviously friends how did like what is obviously football is I'm not I'm saying football is obviously the uh, what's the word I'm looking for <laughs> what brings you both together but what like do, do you socialise outside of football or do you know what I, I, it was weird I said this to Raja the other day Raja's and I'm bringing Raja into it but I've said with everyone involved in the People's FC a lot of them have been friends before the People's FC mm-hmm. and now I don't talk to them about anything except football and the People's FC yeah. so Paul we've never really had anything else to talk about apart from the People's FC no we're, no, I think it's sort of the common goal is football maybe me being a bit of an older head sort of gives that a little bit of different light on how sort of things are run maybe sort of how the people's moving forward has become sort mm-hmm. of more of a business not business focus but you know we're doing a lot more selling and bringing my experience into that probably yep. will help Kai along the way when he's got all these ideas um, but yeah football's really sort of the way I mean we do chat outside of out of things out of football just checking on how we are with each other and obviously and that, you've got the uh, the FIFA as well do you play do you play FIFA Kai as well or? no uh, not, 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 not as much as not as much as Paul but Paul, you've just uh, joined the online world. I, yeah, I hear, yeah, yeah. I've just managed to qualify for the weekend league. You know, I wouldn't say I'm good as my boy, my oldest one. Um, but I thought I'd give it a bash. You know, yeah. Sort of sitting at home, twiddling my thumbs a you little bit. You give it bit. a bash a lot. Or? 
oh, you know, you've got to this day and age. What, you know? what else is there to do? <laughs> <laughs> Can't play football, what else? <laughs> All right, so Kai, would you say that obviously Mikey's a, a big part of the peoples as well? So you and Raja started it, would I be right in saying? And then obviously Paul and Mikey, obviously two older experienced heads. How would you say that they have uh, come on board and helped you? Well, it's, with me, it started with, like, for example, I think at the time when I started, there was five boys that we all played for a football academy. And then at the football academy, we come straight to here. And then everyone else I got in of all my friends. So when it comes to sort of the discipline side to football, which I'm really strict on myself, it was like they didn't want to listen to their friend. So when Paul came in and Paul became captain, it was like, OK, there's someone older to listen to. And then when Mikey come in, and Mikey shouts at us when we're like two nil up at half time. Mm-hmm. So when they found out there was that that older voice who isn't afraid to have a go at them, it started to really work, and they started to listen a lot more. And we found out a lot more about our players than what we thought we would. Okay, and obviously the peoples has grown now. You've got three teams this season. Am I right in saying and a, and a youth team? Yeah, so three adult sides and one youth team. How does uh, how does that work? Obviously, what are you twenty three, twenty four, twenty two. 22 so obviously at such a young age um, the responsibility of obviously say you and Raj are found in the club how do you find that responsibility of obviously managing the four teams you know like in terms of making sure that everyone's got a game everyone's got a kick uh, collecting subs obviously everything's paid out for how do you uh, take all that on board as well as obviously working in your own life well t- to be honest I'd, I'm really lucky with the job that I've got um, I work at uh, my family's gym I'm a manager at my family's gym and my gym my, my work it's really easy for me to to do all my people stuff on the side. Okay. So if I wasn't able to, I'll be honest, we would I would probably be in a lot of trouble because I do a lot of the work for the peoples. Raj has got a really tough job where he doesn't have a lot of spare time. So Raj doesn't have the time that I've got. So if anything, it wasn't for me and Paul, there'd be a lot of issues. But we've got what? How many people are involved in management and in the ballroom chat? Twelve. Yeah, there's about twelve of us. Yeah, so we've the got ballroom chat. <laughs> yeah. So is that you, the chairman of the board? Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> me and Raja yeah oh no worries I've, did, I've, I've heard some stories before that people have to refer to as chairman is this right I didn't start that okay but they've, done it, they've done it as a joke okay. and then it sort of just escalated escalated to it yeah okay so what do they refer to you as in the chat in the, in the group chat wanker Poor. not no. mate not, <laughs> not mate. mate not mate I've heard that mate is the key word to get you kicked out is <laughs> To be honest, with that story, I'm quite glad we could finally talk about it. No problem. We could finally get it out. Yes. That wasn't the reason he got removed from the team. Oh, okay. It's because okay. he was just... He, he's still my mate now. Yeah. But he's just not someone that's made for the people's FC, if you know what I mean. Okay. He's not serious about football. That's why he got removed. So what is... Just to flip that on its head, what is someone that has to be, say, built for the people's FC? What do they need to have about them? So we've got uh, we've got our A team. Majority of them love going to pub. They love going out for a drink and stuff. That's no issue. That's Sunday. That's still a part of Sunday football. Mm-hmm. But we need people that are dedicated to not just football, but to our charity work. So at the moment, I'd say, what have we got? 68 people signed up more, more than that. Uh, on the whole game, 108. So, I mean, including the youth team, everyone. Okay. If I'd say 90% of them are dedicated to the charity side as well. So if you're not... When you're playing for the people to see, it's not just you're playing on a Sunday. You'll have midweek games. We need, we need you to get involved for run for Rosie. We need you to do all sorts. So sometimes people just don't really see it. They, they so it's it's more than football. It's yeah. more the the charity aspect of it, and you've got to be available at most at other times if you can as well. It ain't just Sundays. You've got yeah. to help out basically. A lot of it as well. You know, 
where we're getting bigger we're getting a lot of followers you mm-hmm. know and you know people you know majority of them all sort of Kai's age if not younger have their own sort of want to share their own mates things and sometimes because we're getting so many we're getting bigger people want to follow individuals so mm-hmm. you've got your Instagram your Twitter your Facebook so mm-hmm. you've got people on other teams following you so sometimes you know we've got to remind players just to what you put on you know what you share or what you put in your stories or whatever it is because you are representing the people whether you're playing the football or outside you're part of the, yeah. the club part of the family yeah, as, I get as, that, yeah. as we put it so sometimes they've got to be reminded of you know you've got to be mindful what you put out there just to make sure that whoever's following isn't putting the club in a bad light yeah no I totally get that so with them getting a lot of the younger followers do you get a lot of the older followers yeah bit of older generation yeah, 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 you know. one in some stinger yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you should see down the care homes mate you know <laughs> I love it. But you're a Romeo <laughs> with the bed buffs. <laughs> All right. Um, so going forward then, obviously there's three teams and a, and, a, and a youth side. Where do you both see the peoples going in terms of, is there more teams? Are you looking to just be a charity team or do you want to stay in Sunday League? Where, where where's, What's the final goal? We have got a plan for next season, but we're not going to go into it because it's not set in stone. Mm-hmm. But we're adding one more side next season, which is our pants disability team. Great stuff, yeah. Um, the guy who's running it is a guy that was a friend of mine. Not a friend, but I knew him in school, called uh, Nick. He's actually represented, I believe he represented England. Okay. England's disability team. So he knows his football as well. He loves football. How um, would... Um, well, I don't know much about this, so I'm just inquiring. How would a disability team work here? Like, is there a league or is there... I've not heard of many disability teams, so uh, like, forgive my ignorance on that as such. But how do, how do, how does that work? Like, how do you get games? Is there a lot? Is there many games around? Or it's not going to be like arranged games. They are going to play at a moment in this thing called the South London Special League, and it's literally just a tournament once a month. At, I believe it's at Long Lane on a Thursday. Okay. So that, that's all they're going to be involved in at the moment. But there is a few teams that have actually messaged us saying we've got a Pans disability team. Would you like a friendly? So it, it could do. Okay. It could yeah. sort of. Yeah, at the moment they're just being that league. At the moment, no, that's good. That's a obviously that's a good thing and a big like statement from yourself as well to offer football to children, people with disabilities, and adults as well. So that's a great thing. Why? Obviously, we know the reason behind the people started. Obviously, yourself um, and the incident. Obviously, tragic incident. What else has driven you on from that to to keep the people's going? Obviously, at such a young age, instead of turning around saying, "You know what? I don't need this hassle. Fuck this." It's, it's more that there's two things that I've, I've said this a lot recently as well is I don't want anyone to have to go through what my family friend went through mm-hmm. and from a selfish point of view what I went through as well because obviously I've got post-traumatic stress disorder and it sort of changed my personality a lot and I don't want anyone to have to go through that and I mm-hmm. also don't want anyone to have to suffer and I think the more we keep saying we don't want to add more teams but the way I see it is the more football teams we've got the more people we're helping because there could be someone that's genuinely really struggling from Monday to Saturday and then come Sunday that's their release yeah they they score a hat-trick and then the rest of their week they're they're fine they've got no mental struggles Mm -hmm. so that's kind of the the, the, there's loads of reasons we could say why we want to continue doing the people FC but I would say that's the main one for me personally what what drives you Paul to obviously stay in Sunday League and, and the part of the people's well, being my age, you know, I don't feel I've got many, <laughs> many seasons left in me. But I enjoy, the, A, the competition, you know. I don't think you ever leave that competitiveness. Yep. Once you've played football for so many years and you've got that competitiveness, it's very hard to sort of just walk away from it. Yeah, sure. And, you know, I've been close a few times, but I think the competitive is 
driven me sort of on. But also, you know, what, what the People's Charity stands for. You know, this year we had three teams. Yes, we've gone through a bit of uh, teeth issues with the with the sort of the A team, mm-hmm. as we know. But sort of we've managed to sort of pull that in a little bit. Um, I think the end goal really for us is to sort of put on free football if we can for yeah, for individuals who are, who are struggling mm-hmm. at all. Um, by doing that, it's getting sponsors. But I'm I'm sure you can talk us about letting players play for free, can't you? Me, yeah, you know, pick them. <laughs> Not yeah. me, mate. We don't ever let no one play for free. <laughs> but no, that's it. I mean, that's the whole, Id- whole idea that we want to do. You know, so we're going to work towards it. <laughs> plus the initiatives, you know, which which you know we've come up with, you know, with the schools and that. So, yeah, there's a lot to drive. And again, it kind of kind of falls through my personal life as well. And what my sort of my business is about offering training to people. So. It just comes hand in hand. It works really well. No plugs around here, mate. No, we don't was, worry about what you do. Out. We don't worry about what you do outside of work. <laughs> Football. All right. So, do you both think that you know, like the stigma around Sunday League, where people would say it's full of drunks, people would turn up like ragar smoking a fag, and all that? Do you think the stigma around Sunday League has changed? Depends on the league. Met League, yes. Um, West Far. So, I've, I've seen teams do that. I've seen teams do that. But then I've seen teams do that, and then they're one of the best teams we've played. I've seen teams do that and then they're not great. So you're still in Sunday League, but I'd say the standard overall's got a lot better. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Since I was younger, the standard's got a lot better. What about yourself, Paul? Um, 20, 30 years ago, that's all it was on a Sunday. People would turn up rolling out of a, the pub, the venue, you know, straight onto the pitch. Um, yeah. But as. What as, was you doing, about 26, 27? About 30, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think as, as time's gone on, definitely, you know. Sunday league has probably got sort of more of an equivalent to sort of the lower league standards of Saturday. You know, you've got mm-hmm. a lot of teams who are producing um, media like sort of yourselves, us, um, other teams. I'm not going to mention because they get too much limelight as it is. You know, wow, <laughs> <laughs> put them away. <laughs> um, but you know, th- th- it just promotes more for the Sunday league, and then we're getting yeah. the better players, and it can only sort of get better for for Sundays themselves. Okay, cool. All right, now we're going to move on. Obviously, I'm not sure if you listened last week, but we're going to play Gibber Gabba now, which is basically you can't show your teeth when you're talking. <laughs> so the subject is Sunday League, all right? Oh, God. All right, Kai, I've got your balaclava if you want to ride them, that's your son. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right? Oh, God. So do we, know how to, do we know how to play? So we've got like this, like... That's it? Uh, right, it's like this. It's like, yeah. don't, don't show teeth your teeth. All right, so the topic is Sunday League teams, okay? Kai, you can start us off. Well, what I've got to say a Sunday league team, yeah? Yeah, just Sunday league teams. Chimara. Foot Craig Lions. Oh. Purple Blast Free. Hack and Rye. Orpington Eagles. Crowford Owls. Sidcup. Busco. The Cuplet Club. Uh, 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 Sporting Greenwich. Under the Radar. Oh, you bastard, that was my one. Spankhole and Arthur. Spankhole. Spankhole. Uh, Junior Reds. Oh, no. Oh, Bogan Sports. Fuck, I know, Pop, that's fine, that's fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old, got a bit of a head. After it was. Adelaide Royals. Betsy Heath. Back from Wanderers. Shamara Reserves. Oh, there's a club there. Betsy Athletic. The People's A. The People's Reserves. Ah! Hello. Ah, ah, ah. Way is out. Way is out. My turn. Bolden, Bolts, A. Hey. 
Hector reserves. I'm out. My brain's gone. <laughs> All right, Kai's won this week. A trophy for that. <laughs> well done. <laughs> you beat me there. I was I was stuck to be honest. All right, so let's move on now. Um, football clubs that you both support. What club? What club do you support? Um, Arsenal. Ooh, controversial. What about you, Sting? <clears throat> Chelsea. Wait, what? Yeah. When? Yes, Family, you know, my, my dad, my granddad, my great granddad has been sort of a generational line. Um, I had a local uh, Wimbledon when I was younger because they were sort of close to where I was living mm-hmm. at the time. But yeah, sort of Chelsea, I had a season ticket for a season, which was, yeah, probably skinned me out that, that year. But, <laughs> you know, my, my oldest, my oldest boys and my youngest ones now, Charlton supporters, local. So they, they we get to go for when when we can, and it's good to get them to sort of the atmosphere. Really, that's good. So if you Kai, if you could go to Arsenal, you walked in, your chairman, manager, you earned the whole show. What are you first saying? Except for you call me chairman, or I'm kicking you out Don't to Charlton. Me, mate. <laughs> what are you saying? Who's going? Who's staying? What's the direction of the club? So for for me as an Arsenal fan, I'm used to us always battling for top four, mm-hmm. and I've always said. The top, f- see, people have got. This is what jars me about football: is people have got to learn the difference between a good squad and a good club. At the moment, I'd say Arsenal have got a shit squad, but we're a good club. So I would want to get us back to having both. So have a good squad and a good club. That's what I would want, and I'd want us to be battling for minimum top four, always a title, FA Cups, Carabao Cup get back into Champions League as well because I think at the moment with us not being in Champions League that's embarrassing so that's the first thing I'd say to them all and then I'd probably get rid of Willian for a start I'd get rid of Willian I think he was good but for now he's just he's, he's just not doing it for me and I'd probably send a few players like I don't know I'd have to send a few players on loan I think like Bellerin I think Bellerin was great <laughs> On loan. <laughs> Listen, I, I'd ship him out as well. To be fair, he's useless. But I love him. I love him as he's like I've, he's been at the club for a while now, and I yeah. just think I wouldn't want him to go. But I remember he got an injury, and then he come back, and it's like he don't want to go in for tackles no more. He's not as brave. He's not as he don't go as forward as much. And I just think like if he got a bit of experience in a lower lower sort of level, then maybe he'll get his confidence back and not be scared of everything. I think his final ball is dreadful, if I'm being honest, and he's. His positional sense as a defender is is not what Arsenal need to be honest. Being honest, I would have kept obviously. I think Maitland Niles is a better defender in my honest opinion. Or Cedric at, at right back. Um, well, I'm I'm not going to be happy with. We got rid of Ramsey. I've never been happy since then. I just think whoever is in charge of that sort of side to Arsenal, that they're doing it completely wrong. We've got rid of players that are. We've always done that. Van Persie. We've got Fabregas. We've got rid of so many players that are great yeah. and then kept kept dead wood. We've always done that. I think it's obviously the bigger players have wanted to leave though in it at, at stages when obviously things were just getting a bit stagnant at the club. Well, it's like we was always trying to aim for top four. Top four was like a trophy to us. Yeah. And people used to go, oh no, oh no, but top four was great. Yeah, but we never challenged for anything. We'd go top four and think that was a great season. It wasn't. All right, so you'd walk in there and be pretty stern to be honest. Yeah. Send a lot of players out on loan. Stinger, what about you? If you went to Chelsea, what's happening? Abramovich has give you six months. Six so, months. Yeah, what well, you did. That's quite generous of him. Um, <laughs> I think first thing it needs to be look. Well, there's two positions. One's a striker. You know, we haven't had a proper full-on twenty-goal season striker 
um, Diego Costa, well, I think was our last one. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember who's after before. I think it might have been Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. You know, Jogba, might have been Jogba, yeah. Maybe Jogba, you know, and, and the way we play, we, we look for the target man. And uh, Werner does all the hard work. And I don't think he's suited to the Premiership being like the number nine. Mm-hmm. You know, talks about Haaland. Now, you know, again, he's he's not the biggest built in the world, is he? He's only young, though, anyway. Yeah. He's 21 or something. So, probably a striker and probably someone in defence. You know, I think Silva's come in and given an experience to the younger people at the back. Um, maybe another uh, defender. I think midfielders were sort of packed out with. And I wouldn't mind keeping um, Kepa or Mendy, to be honest. You know, they're both young enough. Mm-hmm. You know, both made mistakes. You've got to remember, Kepa come over for a world record fee. You know, for, for a 22-year-old, that's got to play on you and any little mistakes you'll be scrutinised for so I wouldn't mind him staying you know get the confidence back 2K seems to have come in seems to have sort of boosted the squad he's given everyone a go so was, yeah. you, was you a Frank in or Frank out guy I didn't really want Frank in at the beginning you know I think he got the job because he was a Chelsea legend and Abramovich wanted to make something of it um, but you know we are where we are at the moment um, 2K's come in great you know he's proved his worth at PSG and Dortmund you know he's had some good experiences so you can only bring in that to Chelsea and I think we're starting to see it now um, I think over the summer we're going to see some high profile departures you know I don't think Giroud's going to be here. I don't think Tammy's talking about not extending his contract as it is being honest I think Tammy's a good player but I don't think he's he's going to be the answer to Chelsea's I don't problems. think he's moved on he was so no. good two seasons ago um, hasn't moved on uh, I think Giroud has been very underutilised. I think he could be that. He's a very, he's a very good player. Playing yeah. week in, week out, he's a very good player. Yeah. And I just think I don't think Werner's clinical enough in front of goal yeah. um, to get the goals that you you obviously want. Do you know what Not I mean? Not in the Premiership. And no. He was probably getting what three or four more chances a game. In where was it? Was it Leip- Leipzig? Yeah, yeah, Werner. Yeah, yeah. I think he was probably getting an extra three or four chances a game in that in that league. So that's probably why he was so prolific in that league. Yeah, hundred percent. And obviously they got to adapt to the Premiership yeah. and the physicality and the, the speed of the game. So there's a lot of things to take yeah. into consideration. But yeah, fair. so who are you getting rid of, Stinger? Anyone go? <coughs> um, I'm, you know, Tammy, Giroud, Cesar bringing some youngsters we've got a load of youngsters as it is you know we start boding them well the ones that have come in has done really well you know uh, Mount's come on really well a lot of people have talked about Mount whether they like him or not mm-hmm. you know I think he works hard you know he, he gives us that little bit extra uh, you know we've still got some youngsters on our books that's gone out alone. I like the Tomori we sent out on to loan AC Milan yeah. you know he's done really well right at the beginning of Frank's tenure um, didn't really get a chance he's gone to AC Milan he's doing really well apparently so big profile names go out but I don't really think we need anyone coming apart from a striker maybe okay fair enough alright let's see about your knowledge of Westford and how much you've kept up with the leagues alright so Rodney you're going to go first alright who is currently bottom of the prem I will pass it over as well Spring Hill <sighs> no I will pass it over. I hope Blaine ain't going to hit me. Is it Junior Reds? It is. One oh, is point to, to the Ray. Is it? Kai, come on. You're the chairman round here, man. It is, yes. Oh. Right. I'll put this over to you now, Ray. Who is bottom of Division 7? That Bosco's. It's not Bosco. Oh, I don't know this one. I will pass it over. Is it AFC Greenwich? No. Is you it was going to say something else before, though. 
I don't think I was. Oh, I thought the way you you said <laughs> it was actually spring your old boys. So if you'd have stuck with, uh, are they? Yeah, they got a good result in the cup though, didn't they? Mate, a cup ain't the league. <laughs> <laughs> thought they would have been a bit more. Right. Back to you. What is the goal difference of the people's reserves in Division Six? <laughs> you gotta know this now. It's your club. Come on. I know it's in. I think it's in. I'm pretty sure it's in the minus. It's definitely in the minus. Mate, I'll give you a clue. It's definitely in the minus. Yeah, it's definitely well in the. This minus. is your club. You gotta be studying these stats, man. As the chairman, what's going on? I've got people to do that, haven't I? <laughs> minus. 12 nope I will pass it over Ray <laughs> can you go 2 new up is it minus 22 oh unlucky it's minus 23 oh. that was close though Ray unlucky <laughs> right back to you Ray who has the worst goal difference in division 6 I don't know hmm that ain't helping that ain't helping me to be honest <laughs> um, oh, I ain't got a clue you gonna have a guess no no guess are you no come flat out right I can pass it over Kai don't do the music I will give I'll, I will give you a clue because you're one nil down here I don't like them oh, okay yeah uh Chamar reserves? Yes. Oh, I didn't have his first, first team of reserves. Yeah, Chamar S, 20, minus 24. So back to you, Rudders. Who is currently top of Division 4? You get this, you go 2 1 up. And then he needs the equaliser to take it into sudden death. Not Rustlers, is it? It ain't Rustlers. It's, no, it's not no. Rustlers. Was that a guess or was that, it, that, is that you saying to me it's not them? It's not this. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't even know anyone in that league. If I'm honest, nah, pass it on. All right, do you know Division Four? Yeah, in our league. Is it our league? I'm yeah. in Division Five. Junior oh. Reds. Oh, he's got two one up on a steal. I thought we was Division Five. Oh, Kai, you're Kai. You're falling to pieces here. Oh, I know. Right, Ray, for three one, or I can pass it over. What position are the people's first team in Division Four? <laughs> she not got to six. Oh yes, he's done it. He's done it. See, that's one of the only questions I would have got right. He's a wealth of knowledge. Ray wins three one. Stato. For a bonus point here, what? Is, I'll pass it to you first, guy. <laughs> what is the people's f- first team current goal difference in Division Four? Plus four. Oh, well done. Fair play, it is. Yeah. Well done. Well, Ray wins three two with an injury time comeback, but there were some t- there were some questions in there. Car, I thought you'd have known. You've been in West for a long time. I've made it worse. I forgot we was in Division 4, so you can tell I'm not made for things like this. (laughs) All right. So what do the pair of you, over the last 12 months, obviously, it's been on and off in Sunday League, what do the pair of you love about Sunday League? What draws you to get out of bed every Sunday morning? Barring the the charity stuff and that, or if you wasn't managing, just as a player, what makes you want to get out of bed for Sunday football? What's made me miss Sunday football quite a lot is, you know, for example, you see Chorley FC beat Crawley. And in the changing room, they were all singing and having a great time. That's what I'm missing the most, is winning a game, a big game, for example, and then going back to the changing room, singing, having a laugh. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm not really a big drinker, mm-hmm. but I'm missing the side of staying after and having a drink with your mates. Yeah. And I've, I've never been a drinker, and I, I'm even missing that bit. So it's as much as I'm missing the actual football, it's definitely the social side that I'm missing as well. Yeah. Okay. And what about you, Paul? Yeah, I think the social side's the the biggest part of a of a Sunday. You know, the, yeah. the get together before the game, the laughing, the joking. You know, <clears throat> the tantrums, the blood, sweat, and tears during the game, and then afterwards back in the bar for beverage or two even you know um, but no you know getting up and you know just seeing everyone there you know even ones who's got kids you know yeah. you just see it you can you see the enjoyment everyone getting up either on a sunny or a rainy morning because you, you know. your boy loves it as well doesn't he he's oh, there every week he's, is it he's, Lucas isn't he yeah Lucas he's, there he's, every he's week, a fanatic he's getting more camera time than me on the yeah, music he's, videos he's, <laughs> he's, 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 he's a fanatic he loves it he's got, all the, he's got a couple of the shirts you know already for us you know big big part but for him as well and even said to me you know it makes him happy so he just shows that part of the club bringing yeah. in the kids you know being a family orientated club yep we're just you know we're open arms to sort of anyone new people come in they bring their partners you know we're getting more people come inside brought their kids they go off and play mm-hmm. you know it's it, Sunday is kind of what it is and a lot of people like Sunday because it doesn't take up the whole day unlike a Saturday yeah, yeah. you know so a Saturday you know if you're playing in a, in a high standard you've got to leave somewhere by half 10 11 o'clock you don't come back till 6 7 o'clock at night you know at least Sunday league you know you turn up at half past 9 or whatever time you meet is and then you're done by half 12 get from the pub at night <laughs> yeah. you know so yeah it's a, I mean the social side is going back to the, sort of the question yeah definitely so on a Sunday obviously you've got Lucas coming down do, do your parents come down crack I know your mum's helped on a few of the charity events isn't she so uh, my dad is mm-hmm. at every single game okay but my mum has not been allowed to watch my game since I was about 13 uh, oh because she wants to shout if someone tackles you or hurts you yes okay. <laughs> literally my mum if so it happened years ago I had I was playing for Danson and I actually had a fight on the pitch mm. and my mum actually ran over and really embarrassed me in front of everyone and ever since then I've said mum you're not allowed to come to catch big games cut final stuff yes mum come along yeah, yeah, yeah. charity events she comes out and helps out she you know she takes control of everything but no she's not allowed to come to my games majority of them so as a club you're charter standard now I believe as well is that right you yeah. have been for about <coughs> two years I think yeah. now. oh is it really adult okay. and youth adult and youth as well oh yeah. no, that's good so obviously that brings a, a bit more to the club, gives it more presence and a, 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 say a stance as well. Yeah, there's, a, there's, I think there's a few initiatives. I think there's a kick out mm-hmm. uh, scheme of racism as well. You know, yeah. it, you know, just shows solidarity to the, sort of the FA and what, what we're doing. Yep. You know, we're, um, I think everyone applying. I think Westford have, have sort of made a good job to ensure that and help people to make sure they do get their chartered standard to help and boost the club. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we've had some good news this week and it looks like we'll be starting back on the 11th. What is, uh, what's the people's preparation for this? Well, speaking of like things that kick it out and stuff, our next sort of big aim is to become uh, a registered charity. Okay. So that's one of our big aims. We've got, to, to be honest, it, it sounds quite bad, but over the, the lockdown sort of period, this lockdown, we've been focusing more off the pitch really, haven't we? We've got like our Ramis project, which is, to, we're going into schools to talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. So now it's time to prepare start looking at, you know, have the first team got enough players, have the reserves, have the A team, are we prepared financially to go forward? How are we going to sort out everything else? So that's probably when we start looking at it now. Okay. And no Saturday, you know, contracted players, they ain't coming to us. No? No, well, well I mean, before lockdown, we, we did make a few 
new signings. You know, we wanted to improve the squad in certain areas, and and we have done. We just haven't been able to play. You know, a game with everyone there, and I think sort of coming up now, I think we're going to try and get a couple of friendlies booked midweek, and you know, try and sort of get back into the swing of things, as they say, and and move forward. But we're kind of happy with where our squad is, and you know. I don't know how other teams feel about it, getting these players who are not going to be playing on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know whether Westford are going to have a look at it and say, "Look, you know, we can't do it. We know that contracted players ain't allowed to." No, contracted play, players are not allowed. You know, to. but there's there's a kind of a good lot of players who are non-contract on the Saturday. You know, what they're going to do? So it'd be interesting to see what's happening. You can imagine sort of smaller teams who are struggling might be picking up a few extra players, and that then turns the league on its head. It does, but is it a bad thing that people are playing football? No, not at all. And pe- obviously, from playing Sunday football ourselves, we obviously know the strain over the last 12 months and we're allowed to go back to football, so their football's still not allowed, which is not their fault, but if they want to play football for their own release and their own mental health, should we be the ones to say no because you play Saturday, um, you can't play Sunday? Should we be the ones to say that? We were actually saying about this earlier. We were saying about if the Kent County League continues, if you've got sides that have like, got sides in the Kent County and then they've got teams in the Scaffold and higher yeah. imagine how good their squads are going to be now yeah, yeah. and you can't sit there and go no you're not allowed to play no if, I mean if we go back in and we lose 6-0 I'll be like it's fucking out of order <laughs> yeah of course but you can't you, everyone needs to play football everyone's probably desperate to play football there's a lot of people struggling mentally who think I need to play football so you know I'm only going to moan if we, if, if we lose if you, get, if you get tanked by AFC yeah. Greenwich because they've got a load of Saturday <laughs> players yeah, no, I totally understand that. And I get the points from both sides, but like I say, who are we to say, no, you can't play football? Because we know that, as I say, yeah. we know the struggle that it's been from saying we enjoy it, but yeah. we're allowed and they're not at the minute because their league's cancelled. So if a few of them did drift into Sundays, sometimes it's not ideal because you kind of think that, oh, I know that team. Yeah. We should potentially, you know, when you're facing someone, you know if you've got a real good chance of picking up three points or how the game's going to go. And if obviously they turned up and they've got, I don't know, three or four, say, players of a, that play Saturdays then you're going to feel hard done by and I, I totally get that because say next season they won't be there but yeah, yeah. who uh, say who are we to say no you can't play football's football football's back that's all that's. yeah exactly it's back and it's good for everyone's mental health which obviously mm, yeah. yourselves yep. well hopefully as well it puts a bit more respect for Sunday League as well hopefully a lot more people look at Sunday League and think you know what this is enjoyable I like this and we get a bit more respect from it so maybe that's one positive from it. Are you? Is this you hinting as well? Saying you've signed a few? <laughs> no, not us. No, well, it sounds like it. No, not us. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not that type of guy. No? I'm looking at what Blaine. other teams. I'm looking at Blaine's players. I'm just. I'm not looking at no one else. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm seeing who Blaine's got available. That's it. No, I'm just messing. No, but um, no, not at all. I'm just looking. I'm just flipping the coin. Just literally, just seeing. Um, obviously, like I say. Because it is a, a subject that is being approached a lot yeah, of, of, of over the last couple of days where Saturday players are saying, then people are saying, oh, you shouldn't be allowed to and stuff. But their football's not back. So if we said, no, you can't play Sundays and they've got to wait another six months to play football, what good is that on their mental health, yeah. you know, just from just from playing Sunday league football? Well, the, the thing is as well, if they wasn't, if football, if say there was no coronavirus, nothing, they could still sign anyway. Yeah. So if they do sign, it would just be like they're, they're playing anyway. So just because their league's not continuing, they, mm-hmm. they still can. Well, if you look at a lot of teams, say in the Bromley and Alberton League, how many teams in their in them divisions have got, say, a lot of players that play Saturday as well? Mm-hmm. Like, Even off, in the lower divisions, there's there's some players that play a really good standard on the Saturday. So yeah. yeah. So if if it's if it's over there, say in that league already, it's not going to change much. 
I suppose in Westface, not not allowed contracted players, like you said, mm. but I don't think it will change too much, to be honest. Because will they just be using it to get their fitness? Will they have the same heart and passion and desire as some of your guys already? So you got you got there's lots they ain't going to want to get injured. So you got to take a lot of things into account. So. Also, you got to think about you know if they come into this team, they've won the league, they leave next year, you know, and the team gets put up a division or two. <laughs> yeah, you know, next thing. I think you know there's obviously for a team itself, they've got a lot of things to to consider. You yeah. know, it's great. You know, everyone wants to have these good players. You know, but I think is that there's a longer way thought out. As you said, who we'd stop? Was it fair that we play? No. and they don't so you know I mean as long as they turn up on a Sunday they pay their 5 or £10 pound, the same as yeah. everyone else That yeah. we all we all want to play football and it's what we all love you know so like you say why should we be judge and no. jury and stop people from playing exactly. and let their mental health go because we don't want to lose three points there's there's bigger things in there do you know yeah. what I mean and there's, if, if one thing that COVID's taught us is we all got to you know come together and obviously just appreciate the, the little things that can get taken away the net, like uh, in an instant yeah. that um, obviously we thought would be there from day to day so, but I think obviously we do owe West for as well, and Jason, the committee, and everyone there uh, a, a big shout out for obviously sorting out straight away and sending out the email this week yeah. that football's going to resume. You know, I think they're the first league literally to send anything out, get things organised, have plans in the works, and for that, you know what, you can't fault them. They are literally top notch, honestly. Oh, really? I think they must have been sorting that from a while. Yeah, hundred percent. Thinking about that for a hundred percent, but they're they're prepped, they're ready, they're ready to go. They knew fixtures as well, no. What's that? Fixtures are ready. Just waiting for a few teams to. Yeah, so confirm. literally, it's just um, they was on the back. They wasn't on the back foot. They're on the front foot. They're ready to go. They had the plan in motion, and a lot of leagues are probably caught sleeping. Probably didn't have that sort of plan in motion. So it just shows you the dedication that obviously the uh, the Westford committee has. That even in the uncertain times, they didn't know if the league was going to continue or get void. That they was ready to go. So you got you got to appreciate what we've got here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, good on them. So, lads, I would appreciate you coming in tonight. Thank you. It's been a, a good chat. But just before you go, just in uh, in respect to obviously our colleague Jamie Nemo, we need you to. Can we wanted to try and get you to say something, yeah? So I want you to say there's been a murder in the Curly Whirly factory, but in a Scottish accent. Oh God! All right. So go on, Ray. You can go first. In a Scottish accent. In a Scottish accent. Scottish. Yeah. There's been a murder in the Curly Whirly factory. <laughs> Don't wear that comfort. <laughs> Come on, Rodders, you'll go. Uh, that's Scottish. I'm going to get the practice. <laughs> okay, you're coming in. Wait, wait, what am I saying? There's been a murder in, in the, the Curly Whirly factory. Yeah, come on. There's been a murder. No, I think I've gone Indian. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, I'm from Scotland. Right, you get ready. There's been a murder in the Curly Whirly. No, I can't do it. <laughs> Come on, one more, one more go. Come on, just give it a go to the end. Come on, no matter how it sounds. Come on, getting confused with me. Where I'm so talented with you, I'm getting. Confused oh, sorry, with sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go, go, on. <laughs> go on, just give it a go. Oh, go on, hang on. I'm feeling all the pressure. He's psyching himself up now. <laughs> Deep breaths. I can't do it. There's. Oh God. Go, go on, you can do it. I'm from Scotland. There's been a murder. No, I can't do it. <laughs> Oh, all right no problem listen point, point to Ray. good luck in, in the, when the season restarts and great stuff for all you do in the community so keep up the good work yeah thanks for coming in cheers, cheers. mate and you and you and you having trouble tracking who can play and who can't download down to play before your next match the first app to purely focus on player availability get down to play for free in the app store and google play this week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.